to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with information you can use to make better choices. And now, here's home rocket real estate broker, David Jarowitz. Hello, it's September. Oh boy, am I excited. Summer is just about over and uh, we're headed into the autumn. And autumn this year, I think is going to have some significance for us for many reasons. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So uh, welcome to September. Welcome to the home rocket real estate radio program that we do on our podcast. Please tell your friends about it. It's found at homerocketradio.com. Homerocketradio.com. We'd love to increase the number of people who listen to this because I have a feeling that the more people that know this information, the better off we'll all be. So that's what we're going to be talking about. I did a little analysis of August's sales numbers. You know, on the surface, it looks like there's 5,500 homes for sale. And this is the point I want to make on this podcast is there really are not 50 5,500 homes for sale, even though that's the way it looks on the surface. There are actually about hmm, 2,200 short sale houses that appear for sale, but are really sold. They have an offer in on them and the, they're waiting for the bank up to make up their mind. And of course, you could have backup offers or competing offers during that period of time, but really they're already kind of headed in the right direction. And so instead of 5,500 homes for sale in Sacramento, there really are about 3,200 homes for sale in Sacramento. Now that starts to make a lot of difference in the way we view things. Remember when the market was racing, our inventory was about 2,000, 2,500 homes for sale. Right now we have 3,200 homes for sale in what some people call a slower real estate market. The truth of the matter is we are headed into a very fast market at this time. And it will continue for some time until something happens and changes. And that's what I think is going to happen in autumn and why I'm kind of excited about it. I believe that there's going to be another wave of foreclosures hitting the market starting this month. We've been predicting that all year, pretty much. And so this is the month I think is going to start. And uh, this tells me clearly that we are not at the bottom of the real estate market. There's a lot of optimism right now because of all this flurry of activity. The truth of the matter is uh, we are not getting enough of the inventory into the marketplace. And so because low inventory and high demand due to the $8,000 potential tax credit uh, from the government and the deadline, which is end of November, you had better close your escrow. That means you better be in escrow by early October in order to close. So here we are, September. We have, what, 40 days if, you're, if you want to take advantage of that tax credit, you have 40 days to get something into escrow now so that it'll record by the end of November so you can get that tax credit. So I have a feeling this month's going to be full of frenzy, but I don't know if more homes are going to come on the market just this soon. Uh, here's an article in the newspaper. It's called Capital's Mortgage Delinquency Rate Up May Head Higher. Let me read to you just the first two paragraphs. It says, a major credit reporting company predicts mortgage delinquency rates will continue rising in the Sacramento area with 12% of homeowners falling at least two months behind on their payments by year's end. That's nearly twice the national projection and a dramatic jump from just two years ago when less than 2% of area homeowners notes were delinquent. So what is that telling us? We're not done yet. That's what that's telling us. And, and those of us that buy today... 
we might see prices go even lower in the future. But that's okay because we are essentially very close to the bottom. And uh, even if we don't buy right at the bottom, in the market, I believe, will go up again based upon my belief about Sacramento and California real estate that it will go up again. And most people agree with me. I'm, I don't think I'm alone on that. Okay, so now that we know the truth, 5,500 homes for sale appear in in most home searches. You, you, I don't know which one you go to to search for homes, but there's a whole, whole bunch. And then you'll pick a house and say, oh, it's a short sale. Oh, it looks like it's available to buy. But when you research it, you find that that short sale has an offer in on it already. And the best you'll do is maybe compete or maybe be a backup offer. Boy, that is so frustrating. So I want you to understand that if you go to our website to search for properties, and uh, that is homerocketrealestate.com and you click on search MLS listings in the left hand side of the site it will take you to a site where you can do one very important thing and that's click a box that says no short sales so click that box and then you'll be only looking at the properties that are really truly for sale and I don't know many search sites that do that and that's one of the advantages of going to homerocketrealestate.com or if you have a friend that's looking for a home to encourage them to go there rather than other sites which might give you these additional what 2200 homes homes that appear like they are for sale but really truly have an offer on them that means we really have 3200 homes for sale right now 1100 of those are short sales so it shows you uh, that that don't have offers so that shows you that wow over a third to a half maybe are short sales um that are for sale and then uh, the part is uh, is really quite interesting to me is that uh, of those 3200 that are currently for sale 550 550 are bank held repossessions they represent oh maybe one out of every five houses is a bank held repo that number is down significantly by the way i don't know if you remember they were over a thousand houses for sale that were bank held repos but now only 550 are for sale 775 bank repos went into escrow in august 775 went into escrow is only 550 for sale 625 bank held repossessions closed escrow in august which by the way represents half of all the houses that sell half are bank repos so that is really the focus of our marketplace today now stop and think about it here a second 500 for sale 775 went into escrow 625 closed More, more are closing per month than there are for sale. So what are we going to see in September? We're going to see a squeeze for bank-held repos in September, unless there's a, a flood of them that come on the market, and that's unlikely. We, be, we believe that there will be a growth in the number of homes that come on the market from bank-held repossessions, but we don't see it as a flood. We see it as a, a gentle growth of the marketplace. So... Um, those of you who are looking for a home in the next 40 days are going to have to be extremely vigilant. That means when a home comes on the market, you want to be one of the people that is offering on them and you want to offer as high as you can afford to offer on the property just to be in the running. You may or may not win. Remember, you're competing also against cash buyers. So uh, you have to have a kind of a, uh, a tenacity, a focus. And if you don't get one, you go after another one and you keep doing it until you get your house. But the question is, how much 
tenacity do you have and how hard are you going to push it? That's what's going to have to be in order to get the $8,000 credit. Now, it's uh, 10% of the sales price up to $8,000. So uh, when you consider that, 8000 is a lot of money. How much are you willing to work to get 8000 bucks? Now, people work really, really hard at their secular jobs and they don't even make $8,000 in a month. Uh, what would you be willing to do for $8,000? That's the question that's going to be facing home buyers. It's a very interesting question, isn't it? Uh, so uh, let me point out to you that 1,300 houses overall in this county closed escrow. 1,800 went into escrow, but only 1,300 closed. So that gives you some kind of an idea that uh, there is a fallout rate for one reason or another. But 1,300 closes escrow uh, out of 3,000, in my opinion, 3,200 that are really for sale. So that means about a third. It's a one, out of a th- one out of a three chance that if you put your home on the market, you'll sell it in the next uh, 30 to 40 days. Now, this is going to shift for sellers. So I would think that if I were a seller, a private seller, and I've been holding off waiting for an opportunity to sell, this is the time to take action right now in September and early October because the pressure on buyers is higher and they will consider your home home, even though months ago they may not have considered it, they will consider your home, and especially if it looks good. If you've taken care of the home, have updated it, it's going to stand in sharp contrast to the bank-held repositions, which are toasty and ugly. I've been looking at them with my clients, and I am telling you, there are a lot of really ugly houses out there, houses that in normal times would have never been considered by a buyer, but today they're looking at them and going, well, you know, it's not so bad. Uh, <laughs> the holes in the wall, we can fix those. You know, the the all the grease in the carpet. Well, we would replace the carpet. We don't. That never used to be like that. But now that's being considered. So if you have a house that looks halfway decent or better, that should stand out in sharp contrast to what we see in the marketplace today. So good times for seller sellers. Uh, rush time for buyers. But I think no matter what, if you're focused, you'll do well. Okay, now there's another article that, that uh, got my attention. It was in Time Magazine. It said, onward bound is the question. It says, prior to the real estate bust, cost and mobility made renting a house a better deal than owning. But the equation is changing. And uh, w- why this caught my attention was because they issued an example of an engineer who lived in where? Sacramento, California, he uh, some years ago decided to sell his house and rent because he thought it would be cheaper. And, you know, in the short term back then, he was right. But now they're saying that because of the costs of housing so low that you can actually make a better owning. I've always believed that in the long run, I think you're better off owning. In the short term, sometimes renting can be better. Um, But here it is four years later. And uh, so what the article concludes is if you're going to be in your house four years or more, then owning is probably a better deal for you overall. There's lots of factors to consider. The price, the location, the uh, interest rate on your mortgage, all that stuff. We're now speaking in generalities. If you stay in your home for a while, at least four years, according to this article, or more, you're better off buying. If you're going to be in the market for a short term, you might be better renting. And the reason is uh, some people buy houses with the intention that they're going to flip them quickly and make a profit. While that is possible and has been done, real estate is not 
a type of a commodity for the short term. It just never has been designed that way. And when you take it and force something that was designed for the long term and try to make it pay in the short term, I think that's when you get hurt. So I want you to think about that a little bit. If you're considering buying, consider owning it for a while. And you don't have to live in it for forever. You just have to own it for more than four years. And the best thing, in my opinion, is to, um, if it's not satisfactory to you at the end of four years, go buy something else, but continue to hold the property. Buy and not sell. And I talk about that extensively on my blog. It's rocketrealestate.com. Rocketrealestate.com. I have a whole article there about getting rich slow owning real estate. And the reason I say it that way is because real estate is designed like that for the long term. You get wealthy over time rather than get rich quick, which of course is fraught with risks. So go to my blog, rocketrealestate.com and read all about how you can get rich slow using real estate. Thank you very much for tuning in to our podcast. We also do this podcast on video at homerockettv.com, homerockettv.com. I do a shortened version of it, but I give you the essence of what we're talking about. Also, our website has been redesigned, and one of the features on our website that is getting so much attention right now is this one page at mysacramentohomes.com, mysacramentohomes.com. It's like the ultimate home search page, and uh, it's real estate in general. But I have lists of bank foreclosures. I have the HUD repo list where you can get in with virtually almost no cash. It's unbelievable. I also have lists of commercial properties and investment properties. Those of you who are thinking of maybe duplex, triplex, uh, small apartment building, I have the list in there. I also have a general property search. You just type in your price range, the area you want to live in, and you can check on the box that says no short sales, and then you will get the properties that really don't have offers that have been accepted. And that way you're really truly improving your odds of finding something faster. They all have pictures and descriptions. It's uh, probably the fastest growing part of our website. So by all means, go to MySacramentoHomes.com. Also, at our regular website, homerocketrealestate.com, we have featured homes, and I have a complete discussion on buyer and seller strategies that are working in today's marketplace that may be overlooked by others. Thanks again for listening. On behalf of my wife, Colleen Jurowitz, who's also an amazing real estate broker, I'm David Jurowitz, hoping all your real estate transactions are profitable ones. Thanks for listening to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with David Jerowitz of Home Rocket Real Estate. You can reach him at area code 916-682-6454. Our best wishes to you. Goodbye for now.